the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about Andrew Scott, <gasps> jelly deals, and dentist versus hygienist in the horror stakes. If you like that, then come on, listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There'll be more chat, great songs thrown in for good measure. There always are. Bush, it is darned good to see you. Very good to see you too, Mel. Now, uh, something... uh, Sorry, let's just get rid of that little coconut bite. I've got quite a lot of them in my teeth at the moment as well. Oh, they're good though, aren't they? Let's play an avant movie, Dentures. Oh, dear. (laughs) A big shout out to all dental hygienists, actually. That can't be a good job. No, you must get home and just see some horrors and just maybe get put off your tea at the end of that. I've got a very good dental hygienist called uh, Jackie, mm-hmm. who's marvellous. Uh, very, very dry, uh, very dry sense of humour, and just likes to talk about murder mystery. Love that. So she'll just be poiking away, if that's the right word. You know, they have that little poiky thing? Oh, that little, little tiny rake. It's like, like yeah. a little mini elf rake. So painful as well when they're like scraping in between your teeth. I can't, literally, my toes are curling up even thinking about it. It's worse than having, you know, proper medical dental stuff done, isn't it? The hygiene, what, isn't I, it? I only do the hygienist. I don't go to the proper dentist. What's your reasoning there? I, I just, I don't know. I feel like I can handle the hygienist bit better no, than going... Much, no, no, no. It's much more painful, mate. Is it? I've just been doing hygienist the whole time. Hygienist, hygienist. Bush, you are insane, mate. If you went to the dentist proper, mm-hmm. I don't want to denigrate dental hygienists. No. I know that they're trained and everything. But if you went to the proper dentist, breeze. Absolute ruddy breeze on the really? paper. Really? Yeah. I've been so I've been doing it the wrong way around. Yes, the elfin rake, poiky thing, <laughs> is more pain than a drill, my friend. Really? Yes. What worries me though is is they try every time and have a conversation with you when you have stuff in your mouth and I you know. can't reply. Why? Why do they do that? I don't know. Just to make you feel very, very small and humble. Yeah, I always walk out of the thing and I feel like I didn't really live up to my side of the conversation. I know. Well, no. Jackie, the dental hygienist, right. is. We're always discussing the latest Poirot, uh-huh. uh, Marple. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I, all I'm doing is just going, <laughs> and she's saying, you know, it was, it, it was, yeah, it was an extraordinary moment when yeah. um, he walked into the dinner party and uh, realised that Miss Havisham was, in fact, his second cousin's, you know, butler or whatever it is. <laughs> That's what she likes to talk about. Well, she must be freaked out though when she actually has a normal conversation with people who can answer back. Rather than just going, Rawr. yeah. Maybe she's a, if she's at a dinner party, she just feels this kind of compulsion to just put yeah. her hand in someone's mouth, <laughs> put a biro in your gob to try and suck the suck the liquid out. I've never seen her nose or mouth because she's always covered with a dental mask. Oh, yeah, you don't know what she looks like under there. So if you walk past her in the street, you wouldn't. Even... I wouldn't know Jackie. I no. wouldn't know her. Uh, now listen up. Something amazing occurred. So we did the show last Saturday, as is our wont. Mm-hmm. Uh, that very night. I went to see Hamlet, starring Andrew Scott. Wow. In town. It's frankly one of the best things I've ever seen, mate. It's slightly blown me away, and that is a week ago, and I'm still thinking about it and ruminating and chewing <sighs> over his performance. That's very highbrow. That's very highbrow of you. God, he was good, man. 
It's, it can be a bit boring. Let's be yeah. ruddy honest about it. I fell asleep back row at the Swan Theatre during Romeo and Juliet and was absolutely destroyed by our English teacher. But I, I couldn't understand what they were saying, Mel. Mate, you fell asleep in Romeo and Juliet. I mean, that's yeah. a good one to see. Yeah, literally, right out, last third of it missed it. No. Yeah. But do you understand what they're saying? Well, this is the thing. Andrew Scott did it so brilliantly mm-hmm. that it was as if he was just talking to me as you are talking to me now. You sat there and you totally understood everything he was saying. Oh, wow. It was unbruddy leaveable. So you could understand it despite the fact it was old-fashioned speak. Exactamundo. Now, wow. it's finished now, sadly. Oh. But if Andrew Scott is putting up his feet, and I hope he is, in little tartan slippers, <laughs> I like to imagine him in tartan slippers, <laughs> just having a little rest in his tracky, in his tracky joggers, yeah. after that... I want to say to you, Scotty, my love, you were unbaroddy-leavable. Is he a baddie in it? He's Hamlet. Oh, right. Is he a baddie? My knowledge is quite bad, sorry. You know, he's a sort of tortured, depressed, kind of, you know, difficult young man suffering from terrible grief. And I'm being wound up. I'm sorry. I'm literally... (laughs) I'm actually boring myself. So It's interesting. He's a good baddie. He's a great baddie. I just think he's good at being a baddie. He's a great baddie. Great baddie. But quite an arousing baddie. What have you got in the canister of Poddington's? Is it something Shakespearean? Is it Hamlet? Is it Andrew Scott? Is it, is it oh, Andrew Scott. Scott. Oh, I love you, Andrew. What was your favourite thing about Andrew everything. Scott's body? Everything. What was it? His everything. legs, his forearm, every bit of him. His, um... Oh, that's a good... I like his Favourite bit of his body? You like his feet? feet. Yeah. He, he did a lot of sort of, um... Tapping is the wrong word. That, right. that would somehow lessen... Jazz hands, bit of jazz hands going on. No, no jazz hands at all. He's very, he's very nippy on his feet. Is he? Yeah, really moves around like a dart. Was he barefoot? Um, was he wearing was shoes? He very good. No, he did. He wore shoes. I think he was barefoot for part of it. Actually, he was so good, man. He sounds like he's very good. BBC Two lads next year. I'm Check it out, him. man. Yeah, right man. at the front, right in front of my telly with popcorn. Oh, so strong. Wow, it's Andrew Scott. Come on, man. What's in? What's in that? What's in there? Come on. So all these questions written by people in our office. Uh, this question is as follows. Uh, Mel, would yes. you rather eat a whole tub of jellied eels or ten tins of Spam? Ooh. Ooh. Have you had jellied eels before? I had to go and taste eel pie. I know, I know, lads. And I sort of thought, oh, it'll be one of those things, one of those traditional East End things that actually taste really delish. I don't want to denigrate East End fare. I'm a big fan of the pickled egg, but the eel pie, I'm sorry, gang. Isn't it the worst thing? I, I had sorry. jellied eels last week. I've never tasted anything worse in my life. Why did you have that? Because oh, of the seaside. Seaside, live in Leon <gasps> Sea, and they've got a big stall selling them, and people queue up. I mean, I was queuing behind this guy who had a, a polystyrene pint of them. They have them in the pint. Oh, so, you get them by the pint? By the pint, you know, and big jelly sticking out the side. So I thought, do you know, I'll have some of that. It's so disgusting, I can't put it into words. Describe the feeling as it goes in. It's like, you know that bit round a pork pie meat that yeah. makes people lose sleep at night? Yeah. It's like that, but add fish taste in there oh, as well. It's just okay. like... Ah, ah. Did you, because you're a new member of the Seaside Fraternity, uh-huh. sorority, did you slightly feel that you had to have jelly deals to kind of show that you're one of the lads? I, I thought, I'll do it. 
in for a penny, in for a pound, mm-hmm. but then they were so bad I had to downgrade to cockles, which I feel is the entry-level seafood. And you eat those with a pin? With a pin, with some vinegar and some salt and pepper. That's, you see, that's not bad. That's right, You it? can mask it, basically, with the vinegar and the salt and everything, can't yeah, you? Yeah, some people put Tabasco sauce on stuff and all those kind of things. But let's be honest, an eel's got an actual backbone that you have to oh, eat around. And, and you I, just eat through it. You just, just eat through it. chomp through the Ooh. thing. Ugh. Right. <laughs> I'm saying spam. Yeah, spam. I'm saying spam every time. 100%. How, how many tins was it? Ten. Ten. Yeah, ten I'll do ten. Yeah, I'll yeah. do ten. Ten tin. Ten. Um, that was quite Shakespearean, wasn't it? Yes. I was imagining a skull in my hand. <laughs> Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Um, no, I, I just, I, I loved it. Hamlet, man. Hamlet! Oh. Whoa. Now, my friends, I might slightly have um, bolted before the horse. Well, I don't know if that's the right expression. It you, works. You, you, it know, works. you know where I'm going with this. Uh, right, Ledger of Ledge. It's the 9th of September. Oh, isn't the year going fast? It is, isn't it? I've started my Christmas shopping. Have you? Yep, I bought two presents. Wow. Call me a saddo! That is very organised, Mel. Yeah, it's elite. Can I say as well, Mel, I really like your brown coat you're wearing today. Oh, thanks, love. Cheers. With you writing in that book, it's got a look of someone uh, filling in their memoirs like while they're discovering the uh, pyramids in Egypt in the 1800s. It's It's slightly sort of Indiana Jones, isn't it? It is Indiana Jones. It's a corduroy jacket, mate. Thanks. I like it. Three quid, charity shop. (laughs) Right, (laughs) now, uh, 9th of September, the Ledger of Ledge. Uh I'm going to put in... And I think I have given this away. Andrew Scott. Mel, can I just say, if you love him so much, then why don't you marry him? <laughs> if you love Scotty so much, Scotty this, Scotty that, since you got back from uh, Shakespeare, you've changed. Oh, I really, really think he's great. Do you love him a bit? I do, yeah. I do. Really? Um, Andrew Scott or Andreas Scotty Armus. <laughs> Now, you've got to draw Andrew Scott, please, Bush. Oh, what? Now I have to draw the guy? Yes! Okay. Just oh. think soulful eyes, soulful um, eyes, talent oozing from every pore, dark hair, and just very, very, very good at his job. Are you uh, described him earlier on as an arousing villain. <laughs> that sounds like a brilliant aftershave or perfume. Arousing villain from Fabergé. From We Love Andrew Scott Day, oh, September the 9th. Yeah. What day is it, my friend? Well, it's cuddly as well. It's World Teddy Bear Day today. Oh. Did you have a teddy bear growing up? Yeah. What was he like? Patchy. 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 Did you have one? A little um, Woody the Woodpecker. Remember oh. Woody the Woodpecker? Oh. I bet it looks horrific now if that doll still exists, like one of its eyes coming off and that kind of thing. But was it cuddleable or was it just a, a standalone figurine? It used to just sit at the end of my bed. It was stuffed, but I imagine in, in the flash of uh, thunder and lightning, like in a horror movie, it looked terrifying. What was Patchy like? Patchy, my dad brought him back from a business trip from Amsterdam. Really? And Patchy is green. He's a green harlequin <laughs> <laughs> with um, sort of pa- a patchwork body... Right. And a, a bobble nose and a, and a clown hat. He sounds absolutely terrifying. I know. But I, did, I, I put him in a frame. 
You framed him. I framed him because he. I loved him so much over the years. He got really holy, yeah. and all the sponge was coming out of his body. So I put him in a frame because oh. I didn't want. Yeah. You still talk about him in the present tense. Love so it. Is he still here? Still oh, with I love us? Patchy, yeah. Patchy is still with us. Oh yeah. Bring him in his little frame. Yeah, I'll bring him in. Do you want three amazing facts about teddy bears? I certainly do. Come on. Fact number one. Do you know what to call a person who's too fond or loves collecting teddy bears? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. An or an Ursia Ursialist. Nearly there. Arctophile. Oh, Arct, sounds... uh, this is the Greek Arctos is the Greek word for bear. Oh. Philos means love. An arctophile. You arctophile. see, if you'd said to me, "What's an arctophile?" I'd say either somebody who was really into arctas, oh, oh, oh. or somebody who was into the Arctic. Yeah, I would say that's a fairly good kind of gamble on that. Okay, it means someone who loves teddy bears. Good. Fact number two: the good. teddy bear museum in Stratford upon Avon oh, uh, yeah. consisted of about two thousand bears. Had the biggest bear collection in the world, but they had to sell them all because the lady couldn't run it anymore. Isn't that sad? So they're out there now, all those bears, with new owners. Uh, Final fact, Teddy Bear was named after the then President of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt, who was fondly called Teddy, and he refused to shoot an injured baby black bear cub when he was out hunting. So they all thought, oh, he loves bears, Teddy Bear. I can't, that is so lovely. Isn't that amazing? How sweet. Good for him. Teddy, that's a good name, isn't it? It's a very good name, isn't it? Oh, Bushy. (laughs) <laughs> hey Mel Hey, now listen I want to know Bush How's your week been? Thank you for asking me Mel uh, my, my week can be summed up in two words me Mel? Me Mel Thanks for asking me Mel um, two, <laughs> two words for you Photo shoot Oh Me and you Photo shoot Oh my gosh For magic on Monday That's and occurring on Monday I've just it? had the email through Oh Photo shoot Now matey I did I scanned that same email yeah. lightly. Sorry to just butt in. You no, were no, to tell no. Me. We're in this together. I, I know. I'm sorry to interrupt. The words three outfits yes. scared me. Here's my problem. Scared me, mate. Three outfits. Right. So, what are we going to do? Well, I'm a bit worried. I'm not really used to any of this stuff. I've not done very many of these things before. I always take a terrible photo. So do I, mate. A terrible photo. I'm all about the teeth. Jackie the hygienist <laughs> will have kittens. <laughs> It's, it, all you see is just rubbish teeth. Well, do you know what? Well, so you got the teeth. I, every time I have a photo taken with a famous person I interview, the uh, the audience always take the mickey out of me for my hovering hands. I've got a hovering hand problem. I can't put my ha- arm around someone without my hand hovering really awkwardly, like like a, a hoof, a cow's hoof. Like a little paw. Yeah, you know, like if you put your dog on its back and then drag it along by its feet and its legs stick out in the air like that as a joke. That's what my arms look like in photos. It's awful. They might be like a piggyback. That's, that's not what they do. You on my back. Is that what really? they do in, the, in photo shoots? Like a playful piggyback? Nothing Nothing of that nature was mentioned in the email. Um, <laughs> you didn't if, get the email about the piggyback. Listen, if you have hovering hands on Monday, you know I'm going to tell you straight away. I'm really worried. I'm really... And did you know the other thing, right? There's times on here, right, for, for me to have... Uh, matey, it's, it's bad. Hair makeup. and makeup. Hair and makeup. Hair and makeup at 8.15. Yeah, what's going on? I mean, I take a good solid two hours in makeup, so you're fine, mate, till 10.15. I don't mind. I'll take it for the team. I'll come in early. They've got you down for a long time of hair and makeup. What is going on there? I know. How long are you down for makeup? I'm down for (laughs) half an hour. Half an hour? Half an hour. What are they going to do with you for half an hour? I've no idea. Now, listen. Do we go super cash, for one? Okay. You know, sort of... Cords and sort of soft materials, sort of, you know, for the laughing, cuddling shots. Tracky bottoms, tracksuits. We've mentioned them on this show a number of times. Now is the moment. 
tracksuits and sliders, please. What about that? Please, Bush. Oh, but it would be hilarious. That would be so good. Let's do it. Okay, so so tracky bottoms shot one. Writing these down now. I'm I'm going to buy the full tracksuit. And matey, you must as well. Okay? What colour? What colour tracksuit are you going to go for? Possibly navy. Okay. Or Should black. I match that up. Go the same. Do we have matching? Match, matching. And white tra- and white socks and sliders. Wowie. You look like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> okay. Shot one tracksuit. Uh, it's what, the idea with the tracksuit and then a lot of makeup. Yeah. That's making me that's that's good. I like that. Uh I thought sorry, I've completely taken over. No, from I need what you were I need say. help on this. This is fine. I thought black tie, mate. Black tie. C- classy, eternal. Both of us in black tie. The last time I wore black tie was our sixth form leavers ball many, many moons ago. So I, d- I haven't worn black tie since then. Is it a bit mothbally? It is a bit mothbally. I don't think the cummer band would quite do me any favours. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a bow tie? Is that what you mean? A bow tie? I'm talking a black, ruddy. Oh, there's some men in suits. What are they doing? Let's wave. Just waving at the men in suits. They're like a pair of undertakers, those two, don't they? They could be PIs or something. Who are they? Do you know what? I interviewed Jackie Chan about a year ago, and his personal security <gasps> detail, two men, came to look around the building the day before. He has two men. Two men to check all the exits, and he wanted to know where every single toilet in the building was. Either he's fastidious about security arrangements, or he might need the loo, a, a drop of a hat. I don't know what it was. Maybe. Did he go to the loo when he... No, well, never no. even used the toilet. Waste that, of time. Isn't that interesting? What a time waster. So maybe these two lads here, maybe Jackie Chan's coming in again soon. You can go and track them down in the gents. I'm gonna, why is it always in the gents? <laughs> I can't just have a normal conversation with someone in reception. No, it's like in the films when stuff, deals get done in the gents, things get no. found out. <laughs> Excited. Oh, I've got my little canister. There we go. There we go. Oh, this is really sweet. Is it? Yeah. It says, is it okay to have a funeral for a goldfish? Oh. I th- do you know what? We've had quite a few pets pass through our doors <laughs> and um, some have stayed longer. Yeah. Some haven't stayed so long. Every single one has received a full-on requiem. Really? We've had a day of mourning, we sing carols, we draw on the coffin, we do full burial, candles, flowers, everything. I think it's very important, even even for a fishy. Really? Like six-gun salute, flag folded up on the top, the whole thing? The whole deal, mate. Wow. The whole deal. And are they all buried in your back garden? Yeah. In oh. Fern Corner. Pet cemetery. Yeah, pet cemetery. Oh. Lots of ferns. And in your experience of having pets for family and stuff like that over yeah. the years, what's the worst value for money in terms of lifespan? Hamster. Of all It's a hamster. Mm. They don't hamster. last very long, do they? Not really. Why don't they last very long? It depends where you get them from. Really? Yeah. If you go for the cheaper end of of the hamster kind of a cut and shut hamster. Yeah, yeah. Then you know. Really? Yeah. You could be looking at days. Days. Well, it depends. It depends. It depends. I mean, Stripey stayed with us for two years, so that was good. She what a trooper! A, she, had, she had a good innings. Yeah. Um, guinea pigs. You've talked about guinea pigs before. What's the What's the lifespan on a guinea pig? Three to seven. Three to seven years with a gin. Yeah. That's so good. yeah, four or five. You're normally talking. All those scrambles, uh, known as scambles. Um, <laughs> that's what we call him. Scambles has been alive for about twelve years. Wow. That's my niece's guinea. 
Yeah. Still going strong. Still going strong. There must be some sort of gu- Guinea's Book of Records. Oh, um, that thank looks you. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, get in. But would you have a funeral for a goldfish, though, Bush? Is the question. Would you? Would you? Would I you? don't. I wouldn't. I'd just flush it down the toilet. Oh. Bang. Onto the next one. Oh, hang on. This is, yeah, this next is Mr. Pet. I Take the Christmas Tree Down on Boxing Day speaking. Absolutely. This is the, this is the tough side of Bush. That you may not know. I call it elite, and you may rally around my flag, listeners, because this is the way to live. You should put it down the, the loo. Yeah. What if it belonged to your daughter, Bush? I know. I'd make up some kind of story about it going up to heaven, and then I'd flush it down, flush it down the toilet. Simple as that. So she has no closure. She has no chance to mourn. She has no chance to, you know, close up the circle of life in a beautiful. <sighs> life-affirming way. No, not really, no, because I just get her something else that's shiny and then she gets attracted by that and forgets the other thing. Fair enough. That's how it kind of works. He's a hunk. Ooh, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Yes, you did hear correctly. <laughs> that was Bush and, and very correctly saying that Paul Young is indeed a hunk. He's a hunk, isn't he? He's a total ruddy hunk. I would say those guys from that eight, from the 80s, that kind of class, that era, they all look very good still. We've said it before. Astley, of course. Mm-hmm. We know. We've seen him around the building. Looks amazing. He's the high priest. Isn't he? Yes. Gary Newman looks in creds. Mm-hmm. Phil Oakey, as if the years had not even touched him. The guys from Duran Duran. Every single one of them. So a man. Jim Kerr. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah, G- Jim. Jim Kerr. Yeah, Jim Kerr as well. Now it's uh, come along, <laughs> come along now. I'm just going to put my tweed bag down on the floor. I'm ready. Yes, it's time for tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Hi Mel, it's Kate. I've got a job interview today, and I've just put bolognese down my only smart top. What am I supposed to do? Kate, go and get the bolognese back and rub it all over the rest of you. Then you will just look uniformly bolognese. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Nick. A stranger fell asleep with his head on my shoulder on the train home last night. What is the correct response to this? A light flick, Nick. A light flick. Not aggressive, but just something slightly flicky with your fingers. That will do the job. Or scream very loudly into his ear. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Jason. I've always thought celery is a massive waste of time. Do you agree? I love celery, Jason. How dare you? How d- how dare you even suggest that celery is anything other than the king-slash-queen of the vegetable world? I cut it up only yesterday. I put it in my vegetable soup. <laughs> I just looked at Louise Maloney. She looked at me as if I was stuck, staring mad, which might be true. My right eye is twitching as I say this. Celery, did you know, Jason? Jason, celery has more calories in it than are needed to digest it. No, less. Therefore, Jason, if you <laughs> if you eat celery, you actually lose weight. Do you need to lose weight, Jason? Are you getting a little bit corpulent around your middle? If so, eat celery and you'll actually lose weight. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm going through some sort of midlife area. Thank you so much for listening to the old podcast. Hear more larks, lols and bants like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast. <laughs>